0: This is Meg Tilton at the ACAL Life, and you are listening to March 2019's installment of A Cup of Joel. This one is entitled, Teach Correct Principles and Let Them Govern Themselves. It comes from a conversation that Joel and I had about a lot of recent changes that have been made in The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He had planned on talking about women in the priesthood, but I actually think that that will be a great topic for April since the March Ensign of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is all about the relationship that women have to the priesthood. So I encourage you to go and read that for next Next month's episode, but I really encourage you to tune in today and to listen to this amazing podcast where we talk about how we feel President Russell M. Nelson is guiding the Church today, and Joel, of course, shares all of his witty little insights. Enjoy. This is the A Cow Life. A place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Well, how's it going, Joel?
1: don't call me joel my name is now noah because it does nothing but rain here in the south and we are about to wash away if i don't get my boat built quickly you will never hear from me again we have had nothing but rain, rain make tilton oh
0: my solid week wow tell me about it that's impressive Um,
1: i have a daughter in idaho and she's getting nothing but snow i'm getting nothing but rain how's life in st louis
0: well, currently it's, we have a lot of wind. It was windy you last night. Wind. Yes, I was, it's the windiest I've heard it in a long time. I was huh. Huh. slightly, they said like gusts up to 75 miles an hour. That's impressive. Whoa,
1: that'll blow your roof off. Holy cow. Yeah. So Did you lose any shingles? Um,
0: I haven't really looked. <laughs> Not that <laughs> are obvious, that I've lost. So, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, good. So, are you well, um, floating in your house? Is it a houseboat now?
1: You know, the yard is full of puddles, but mm. knock on wood, not a single roof leak that I've seen, and uh, no, my house seems to have good water repellent to it.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's
1: been a it's been a mess. We're going to have a couple of sunshiny days now, and then the rain's going to pick up again. Yeah. <laughs> If there's ever somebody in drought, like, give us a call. I, I got <laughs> something for you here.
0: Yeah, I'd say normally I would say like Arizona, but they've been getting snow too. Like, Good,
2: I, yes, that's right.
0: Yeah, I saw Flagstaff got like 36 inches, which is a record for them. So, that's
1: a yard. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a yard of snow.
0: Yeah, state of emergency. That's oh, my goodness. Pretty impressive. Oh,
1: my goodness. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Well, Megan, I owe you and our listeners an apology. Everybody I know has been waiting with bated breath. As an aside, I have no idea what that phrase means. I've heard it my whole life. (laughs) Bated breath? I don't know what that means. I don't know what fish bait is. I hope your breath doesn't smell like fish bait. We'll just leave it at that. Everyone has been waiting with bated breath to talk about women and the priesthood. And I was heading that direction. But then Salt Lake City did something that rocked Mm. my world. Meg Tilton, we all, I mean, holy cow, (laughs) policy and procedure changes from Salt Lake have been coming at us at a fast and furious clip. Yes. We have seen everything from the elimination of several long-standing church-sponsored pageants Mm -hmm. to the unification of how mission applications are received and processed, Uh, we've seen significant revamping of temple worship. Mm -hmm. We've seen the elimination of high priest group as a standing quorum comprised of rank and file priesthood holders. Mm -hmm. We've seen Boy Scouts, which has been around for decades, set on its way at the end of this year. A lot of these may have hit—well, you know, different changes hit different people emotionally different ways. Some, like the Scouts— Made me sad because I grew up with scouts and I was the only boy in my family, for the most part, and I really enjoyed scouting a lot. Mm-hmm. But I see, you know, we've changed, they've changed, everyone else has changed. I, I kind of saw the writing on the wall.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've been around; you've been around long enough. The temple has changed a couple times in my day, so
2: mm-hmm. yeah, it
1: happens once every fifteen or twenty years. I'm like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I see it coming. I mm-hmm. I didn't see the high priest going away, but You know, that didn't rock my world or anything. Mm -hmm. But holy cow. You know, if the church, when the church announced that missionaries could call home weekly, Mm -hmm. Megan, that to me was like changing, allowing infant baptism. I just (laughs) thought that calling home as a missionary, I just never saw that coming. To me, Mm -hmm. that was one of those just not sacred things because it was never sacred mm-hmm. but it was just like oh golly no oh golly no can you mm-hmm. imagine a well, lot missionaries to call home every week mm-hmm. i mean what a disaster they'll be homesick i mean how are you going to control it blah, mm-hmm. blah 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 i just i never entertained that notion it was just like not on my altar of stuff that would remotely be sacrificed
2: mm-hmm. to
1: me it was like a change of infant baptism to me, it was like if we could smoke cigars. I mean, it's like, what, really? I mean, really? That's a bit drastic, I, I Joel. Just, oh, my gosh. No, to someone else, it's like no big deal. But to Joel Harper in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, it just like, it just rocked my world. And that mm-hmm. changed the whole focus of today's conversation.
0: Okay. are
1: some additional changes that have come down the pipeline in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. Uh, the relaxing of home teaching and visiting teaching rules and checklists. Okay. Those were replaced with an emphasis on spirit-guided love and caring. Yeah. You know, we call that ministry now. Right. We've seen a reduction in formal Sunday meeting instruction time
2: mm-hmm. from three
1: hours down to two hours. Mm-hmm. That was replaced with an emphasis on home-centered gospel learning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've seen the revamping of primary and Sunday school curriculums. Mm -hmm. or curricula I don't know how the, you know, Mm -hmm. university types pronounce that word. Again, with an emphasis on supporting home-centered gospel learning. Mm
2: -hmm. We've
1: seen an age-lowering for young men and young women to advance out of primary into young men and young women, and then to advance up through the various levels. Mm -hmm. We've seen a relaxing of, um, missionary home communication restrictions, which, no rock Joel's world, mm-hmm. we've seen a relaxing of the missionary sister missionary dress code, or the dress mm-hmm. code for sister missionaries. Mm-hmm. They can wear pants now. Mm-hmm. Most of these, I'm just like, oh, wow. But again, some of them just like, whoa, oh, my goodness, goodness. Mm-hmm. If, if, and I, it got me this. I had to stop. And I, I finally had to stop, Meg. And I'm like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Out of Salt Lake, and you know nobody calls me and asks for my opinion but you <laughs> once a month. Um, but if anyone else were to say, "Joel, what's going on?" and I said, "You know, if we had to assign a theme or motto, if I had to assign a tagline to the presidency to of uh, Russell, what's his name? M. Nelson, Russell Milhouse Nixon, <laughs> Russell M. Nelson, yeah." It would be, it would be this. Russell Nelson seems to be subscribing to Joseph Smith's adage that we teach correct principles and let people govern themselves. Yes. Gradually, bit by bit, or in church vernacular, line upon line, mm-hmm. our Salt Lake leaders seem to re- be replacing outward rule-based conformist living or a conformist approach
2: mm-hmm. and
1: replacing it with um, an approach that relies on general general directions and principles mm-hmm. that we can internalize and prayerfully adapt to our individual circumstances and situations.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I can repeat that if you need me to. But that was a mouthful there. <laughs> But I'll give you some specific examples. Okay. I mean, I'm i going to start speaking for Salt Lake now. Okay. Here's what Salt Lake is saying. Salt Lake is saying, missionaries, call home weekly if you want. Don't call home at all if you want. Mm-hmm. We don't care either way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do what it takes to be a better missionary. Yeah. Sister missionaries, wear skirts, wear pants. We do not care. Mm-hmm. Do what it takes to be a better servant of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Brothers and sisters, Meg and Joel, visit your ministering families monthly or weekly mm-hmm. or quarterly or don't do a formal visit at all. Mm-hmm. We do not care either way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do what it takes to love your neighbor as you have been commanded to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Parents, parents do come follow me on Monday nights or Sunday afternoons uh-huh. or Thursday mornings. We do not care. Mm-hmm. Just do what it takes to teach your children the gospel of Jesus Christ. Stop looking to us in Salt Lake for rules and regulations and checklists to do any of this stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Saints in the meridian of time in Jesus' day experienced this exact same thing as the Savior shifted their thinking and their living away from this outward, minimalist, conforming approach mm-hmm. towards a more inward, maximalist, if that's a word I can use, mm-hmm. maximalist, Spirit led imaginative approach, mm-hmm. we find ourselves in that same evolution today. Mm-hmm. We are being freed to govern ourselves. We are free to soar. We're also free to sink. Mm-hmm. We are free we're being freed almost monthly out of Salt Lake to act instead of reacting or being acted upon. Mm -hmm. It truly is both a glorious and, scary is probably too strong a word, to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mm -hmm. Um, Perhaps Charles Dickens was right after all. This truly is the best of times, and it can truly be the worst of times. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: We are being relieved of excuses on Judgment Day to say, Well, there's a reason I didn't home teach Jesus because they wouldn't let me in their house every month to sit on their couch and read that sign article. Mm
2: -hmm. No,
1: no, no. I can't play that victim card anymore. Mm -hmm. Jesus is saying, I never told you that you had to do that. Show me how you love that family that never let you in the door because there was a thousand one ways you could have done that. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Ghost was ready to tell you all thousand one. Mm -hmm. Let's see what you did.
2: Mm -hmm. Boom.
1: And all of this finally coalesced in Joel Harper's little brain with Salt Lake said, <laughs> missionaries, you can phone home every single week if you want.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my
1: goodness unintended consequences. I didn't see that coming, what do you
0: think? Yeah, I didn't see that one coming either. And I guess because I'm a return missionary, I'm like, it's kind of a rite of passage that you go for two years or 18 months without calling home, except for Christmas and Mother's right. Day, right? That's just what you do. It's like a huge sacrifice, but it's been interesting yeah. in talking to some other people. And I really like what you say, how this is basically like, we're going to teach you correct principles and let you govern yourself. Because I do think for some missionaries that that could be a great rule change, but for others, I can see it being a not so great rule change. And so I really hope that the missionaries mature more and realize, Hey, it's better for me not to call home every week. If that's what they feel. Yeah. I hope their parents can realize that too. And, um, yes not be super selfish that they want to talk to their missionary every week if it's not something that's positive for them. Um, Correct. And I I guess I kind of worry a little bit too because, you know, missionaries don't always get along with their companions and they don't always, you know, have the cleanest apartments or – are doing everything exactly as they should. And so in some ways, I think that that could be a really good thing if you have a very supportive family who, you know, would help a missionary do better. But I guess I fear yeah. from, the, from the standpoint, I'm like, I hope families don't get involved in companionship, you know, disagreements and difficulties right. that they're having there. Because that could end up getting really kind of not pretty ugly, actually. So oh, I hear you. yeah so i think that um every family and every missionary now is going to have to decide okay i have this ability to do whatever i want now what is the best choice for me because personally i think for me it was good that i couldn't call home every week
1: oh yeah yes
0: but yes um, i like
1: you said they have the ability in church vernacular you're saying we have free agency.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have your free because agency you now. Can. You're not going to be breaking a rule. Like Greg did right. bring up, he was like, I wonder how many missionaries were actually calling home already. Cause a lot of times I hear my friends talk about how they'll get on the computer at the same time that their son down in, you know, Chile's on the computer and yeah. they're instant messaging basically back and forth.
1: And right. so, right. which
0: I'm like, that's cool. I I didn't really have any problem with that at all. And yeah, if you're on the computer at the same time, go for it. But, you know, now I just think, yep, you get to decide what's the best decision for you. And,
1: you know, my son Sam um, has been home maybe two years now from Peru. Mm-hmm. And as soon as this policy came out, you know, we, most of our families have like these little group chats, you know, maybe mm-hmm. your extended family does too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a couple of people went on and went, wow, that's crazy. And Sam came on and said, I never would have done that. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: I'm with you. I never would have done that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just wouldn't work for me. But, you know, I know of some young men um, on missions right now and who are home who actually would have benefited Mm -hmm. from weekly contact. So, Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm not throwing stones. I'm agreeing with everything you said. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have worked for me. Mm -hmm. I can see how it worked for others and you hit the nail right on the head. Mom and dads, all 112 of you who listen to this podcast, it behooves on you to not guilt your kid who says, mm-hmm. I don't want to call me every week You go, but I miss
2: you. I want to hear your voice. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, don't do that to your kid. Don't do that to your kid.
0: Yeah. I think that it really needs to be left up to the missionary, which they did kind of state when they came out. Like You wait for right. the missionary they to did. contact you. You don't reach out to them.
2: That's right. I think that that
0: is a very wise uh, counsel that they gave and, you know, kind of not stipulation, but directive that they gave that it really does need to be on the missionary. Because I remember on my mission, I got to the point where I was like, I can't open letters during the week. Like I had to wait until P-Day. So I'd save all my mail until P-Day because I when I would read my letters, it would take me home. And then I'm like, oh, I'm still right. here on my mission. And it was a very hard emotional adjustment, even just reading yeah, in letters. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, for some missionaries, it may make it worse, the homesickness worse if they're not, if they're talking
1: all the time. Again, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus is saying, govern yourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're done with rules that govern all 16 million of you people. Yeah. Um, Bit by bit. Yeah. Without the Holy Ghost, you're without excuse. Don't be telling me you screwed up. You had the Holy Ghost to help you out here if you listen.
0: Yeah. Because I think that there's going to be different uh, experiences for everybody. And one of my friends who has a a missionary, um, she was saying, I just felt so strongly that this is divinely guided and exactly what should be happening and that she feels that – Actually, families might get more involved in missionary work because they are talking to them weekly and they're hearing about the investigators and feeling a lot of the emotion and seeing maybe some of the emotion that come. And that is very true, that 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 could happen for sure. Um, Yeah. But yeah, and I think that... I think that there's going to be some families that are like, I can totally see why they said not to call home for so long and why that was the right. rule and that that worked best for our yeah. missionaries and our family. So,
1: yeah. I can see uh, missionaries coming from part member families and non-member mm-hmm. families really embracing this. Mm-hmm. For, you know, the, the part mem- the non-members among us. Yeah. can Like, you guys are really crazy. You're sending my kid away for two years and I can't talk to him? Well, yeah. yeah. Now it's more normal. You can talk right. to them every week. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it works.
0: Very, very um, cool. But I was I was blindsided by that one too. I I think some of the other ones that they've had come out. There's kind of been rumors or talk of it, and right, it hasn't been like right. like even though the fact that sister missionaries can wear pants. I my niece is serving a mission in Nashville, and I got a email. Um, sent from her, you know, a mass email and she had pictures in there and her companion was wearing pants and it kind of took me off guard at first. Like I was like, why is she wearing pants? Yeah, And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. They can totally do that. (laughs) But you know, I served in Korea and so I would never have wanted to wear pants because I sat on the floor all the time, which might sound weird. Like, oh, well then I would totally want to wear pants, but having like a big long flowing dress was skirt was a lot easier to sit on the floor than it would have been to sit yeah. in pants. So right. it's just yeah. kind of differ, you know, depending on the mission and what you're doing. So
1: yes. yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Well, I tell you everything come follow me. I, I'm just amazed at how president Nelson and others, you I mean all 15 of them are cutting all these strings, mm-hmm. some stuff like Hey, the pageant change, that's probably budgetary who knows why they did stuff like that
0: what pageant but,
1: did uh, they cut oh this is probably three or four months back now they announced uh, that they're eliminating uh, oh oh
0: oh they are going away oh i didn't did know you that. that memo i missed oh, that yeah, memo
1: yeah. they're doing it this year and next year i think and then that's it oh. um some of the other pageants like navu i think is sticking around a couple of the other like i think like mesa does one and there's some others in utah mm-hmm. got tinkered with but of course the big one we all know about is kimura and that one is gone completely after its last couple of cycles
0: that is really interesting did they stay why they were yeah. doing that
1: i don't recall giving a, a specific reason hmm. you know it, it came out around the same time as this whole notion of spend more time with families and mm-hmm. stuff, or at least that's what I was equating it with. And some people were maybe connecting the thoughts and they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I just figured it was just budget.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They just looked at the cost benefit and like,
2: yeah, people that's are going to
1: go to Camaro with, with or without the pageant. So pageant's costing us an arm and a leg.
0: Yeah, it's a big pageant. I was actually in that pageant when I was younger. So... Good. I have been in the Hilcomora wow. pageant, so that's kind of...
1: Aren't you special?
0: I am. I am. I know I can say. I was
1: in I'm that bitter because we applied and got rejected, but oh. you applied and got accepted. Okay.
0: Yes. Now I know. Yes, I did.
1: Now I know why you've always looked down on me.
0: <laughs> it was before I was married. I was like, you know, they like, we'll take yeah. young blood who's willing to run around in yeah. the heat and... Um, but, you know, it's really interesting because we have some family stuff going on back east this summer, and I was like, we should take the kids to the Hill pageant. And now I'm thinking, we probably will take the kids to the Hill pageant. That's right. It's going to be gone.
2: That's
1: right. All right. That's right. Um, let me ask you a quick question. We've been doing Come, Follow Me as families once a week or however it works for your family for two months now. Mm-hmm. How How is it going? Are you still keeping up with the program
0: yes
1: kind of thank you (laughs) true confession yes yes
0: yeah no we try and do it every Sunday and Greg is usually the one that leads that we need to do better for sure Uh and I need to read the lessons a little bit better I I'm in a stage of my life Joel where I feel like I am playing putting out fires basically like that's how my life is So to get ahead is, you know, they threw this new thing in here and I'm like, I'm just figuring out how I'm going to fit that in. So um, it's just part of the process. I think that anybody who doesn't feel like they're jumped right on the bandwagon. It's not that we haven't jumped on the bandwagon. We're totally for it. Um, We're just trying to figure out how it really fits into our family and how to best implement it and have our kids be involved more. So we're still in that figuring out process, but it's right. It's there, for sure. I mean, we do it most Sundays. We have a lesson and talk to the kids, and so
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's right. That's right. Are you are you teaching your children the gospel of Jesus Christ? Because they're not learning it at church like they used to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: By design. It's, yeah. It's on you and me now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll ask again in two or three months after it's been a half a year.
0: Okay, and I'll hopefully have a much better answer. Like we're rocking it, Joel. Like our well, kids yeah, have the no, entire no. first four books of the New Testament memorized.
1: That's, that's right. They're basically that's apostles
0: right. themselves.
1: <laughs> yeah, if, if I were to say to my kids, turn to the book of Acts, if they at least
0: knew where went that to the was the New
1: Testament, I'd be happy. That's right. Yeah.
0: I think I'll be happy if they know the theme by the end of the year and they know what book of scripture we're studying and
1: right. yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my thoughts for today, Megan. Super I good. Come to grips with the fact that missionaries can call home every week. Ah, oh, crazy days. <laughs> it's the end of days, I tell
0: you. Yeah, it the is. The end of days. It's changed my whole the outlook on missionary. When I have a missionary, I'm like, oh, it's going to be yeah. like, well, bye. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> you
1: know, like, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, it'll be very interesting, and it makes it a little well, less scary, actually. I mean, you know, there's always apprehension as a mother that, oh my gosh, I'm sending my kids for like two years, 18 months. That's a long time. So, Well,
1: and I kind of like how you started this, you know, that lamentation of that, you know, it's one of those rites of passage that you can brag about when you get Mm -hmm. home. Mm
2: -hmm. You know,
1: I was away from the family except for four contacts or whatever, and over 18 months, three contacts over 18 months to 24. Mm -hmm. And now you can't really say that, but be that as it may.
0: I'd be very interested to know if they've tested it anywhere. And I'm thinking they yeah. did. I'm sure they piloted it in some missions. But it came out of nowhere. So, you know, you'd kind of think you'd start to hear rumors
1: of that. but You, um, you know who is probably the test? <laughs> All of us, like you just said. Uchtdorf, pro- Uchtdorf probably talked to everybody like, oh, yeah, we talk to our missionary every week. We, we text back and forth with email. We- <laughs> like dang (laughs) yeah yeah probably talk to his own son and daughter is like oh yeah we talk to our kids every week they get on at 8 a.m and we happen to be on too so we just say how you doing
0: yeah yeah so their
1: missions are fine so
0: yeah i'll be interested to hear what like mission presidents say and if they see a difference and if it's helpful because to re- yeah. to go back on that was ooh, that's gonna be kind of hard if they have to feel like yeah, in the future.
2: Oh yeah. oh yeah.
0: You know. Nope. This isn't gonna be a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So. All right.
0: Fun. Fun. Well, thank yeah. you. So, yeah, are we gonna yeah. talk about yeah. women in the priesthood next month?
1: Oh, I thought we, would since the church is probably gonna allow even baptisms, why don't we just talk about that? <laughs>
0: They are not going to allow that.
1: Yes, yes, we'll pick up on that topic again. Well, but I think no it to on it.
0: I think it would be really a timely topic, actually, because the March ensign is all about understanding women's connection with priesthood power. Ah. So after everybody reads the March ensign, then we can all discuss it in April.
1: We'll talk to you then.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Joel. Good luck with your art. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you don't have to send up a flare. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. right
0: see you next time right. bye bye wasn't that a great little discussion that we had i just love joel once again i love joel every month i think his insights are so great we would love to hear from our listeners so if there's something that you want us to discuss on the podcast or you think that we could do things a little bit better in a certain area please let us know and write me at meg at the because we want to bring you the content and the things that you want to hear I am thinking of spinning this podcast off into its own podcast, but to do that, we would need to know what you want to hear, what insights you want to have, um, any suggestions you would have for us on how to make this podcast better and to better serve you. So please don't hesitate to write me at meg at the 8 cowlifecom And until that happens, just keep listening every month here at The 8 Cow Life on the first Sunday of the month. All right, we'll see you in April. Bye-bye.